Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. American woman, listen what I say. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It is now becoming a disturbing trend. Several of these championship parades and championship celebrations in the last year have turned violent. And in the case of Kansas City and the Chiefs, deadly. I have been watching the videos and listening to people talk about their experience. The estimates of nearly a million people Upwards of a million people who were there around Union Station in downtown Kansas City wrapping up another championship celebration with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, the rest of the Chiefs, Andy Reid, the Hunt family, and gunfire breaks out. And I've been thinking about, as I usually do when we have these types of public shootings, mass shootings, been thinking about the terror and how that panic spreads so quickly. And the types of people that would have been out at Union Station on Wednesday, Valentine's Day, they're celebrating, there's... It's euphoric, excitement, energy, lots of laughter, cheering, joy, talk of dynasties, and then toward the end, gunfire. And according to witnesses, it was quick. It was a short burst of gunfire, but enough to do a lot of damage. And imagine yourself in that crowd. Or if you were part of the Denver Nuggets celebration after their NBA championship last summer. Or even thinking back to the Rangers after they won 
their first World Series title. Get large groups of people together, and this becomes a hazard. What we know is that one person is dead. She was a DJ, a host on a local radio station in Kansas City, KKFI. She was a mama. And while we don't know the details, don't know if she's the same person that the police are listing as the one person who's passed away, right? So there's some confusion about whether or not she is the person who died in the shooting or if she died after the fact. But the radio station has identified her, not authorities yet. So don't know if, if she's someone extra and, and if the other person who's passed away will be revealed as a different name. A lot of details that we're still missing, even as authorities were speaking out and sharing as much information as they can to this point. One person is dead. And that may include or may be this DJ who worked at a local radio station. 21 other people hurt. And I'm not sure if you saw this, but the numbers include nine kiddos. As young as six up to 15. And all the various hospitals are giving the information that they can. So not allowed to release much other than numbers and conditions. But according to Children's Mercy in Kansas City, that hospital has a dozen patients from the rally, including 11 children. All of them are expected to recover. And I thought this was really sad and and it hit home with me the chief nursing officer for children's mercy did a a brief press conference and she was asked about the condition of the kiddos and stephanie meyer responded with the word fear as a kid trying to put yourself in that position that situation and then when chaos ensues and people are running in all directions reportedly there were people who were hurt just in the rush of bodies to get away all different directions of course and so people can naturally get caught up in and knocked down and in some cases we know this happens with soccer events and different stadiums around the world we've heard this where people can actually get trampled then there's another hospital university health treating eight gunshot victims they've got a couple of critical condition and there are some injuries that resulted from people trying to get the heck out of union station and away from that area There's another hospital, University of Kansas Health System, at least one person that was injured. 
So, again, the details are spotty, but at least one person is dead. There are others in critical condition. Three different people actually have been detained and are under investigation. At least one weapon was recovered. And this is pretty incredible. Maybe you've seen the videos. Kind of part of a a greater... Like montage of video and more of someone just kind of filming the area and and happened to catch on camera a couple of males taking down another person and when isolated and put in a shadow box I had to go back and watch it multiple times just so I could kind of see it unfolding because there's so many people in the video and it's a, a wider angle But Paul Contreras told KETV7 in Omaha that he was part of that attempt to tackle a suspect. One guy was hollering, saying, you know, stop him, or catch him, you know, tackle him, whatever. And he's just, just bailing running. And out of nowhere, I heard that guy hollering, so I'm just like, okay, well, I'm right here, and I just... I didn't even think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket or like a Carhartt. So when I seen that hit the ground, I'm like, oh, you know, we got to take this guy down. And so, like I said, I did, and another good Samaritan did, and we held him down. And it seemed like, forever but it probably wasn't it was like 30 seconds holding him down and me and the other gentleman and hollering at ongoers you know where's the cops works you know get the cops over here get the cops over here you know we got them paul Contreras, who was part of the attempt to tackle a suspect and they held him down for quite a while waiting for authorities again there's video of it if you google there are all kinds of videos and these days any large gathering features tons of people who are video, video, videoing videoing the area on their cell phones and they want to have their own memories or they want to be able to post online. And gosh, uh, that's actually what a lot of crime scene investigators will use now to try to get as much footage and coverage of an area as they can to be able to scour it and find more details, maybe figure out where the suspects came from or where they were standing or when they opened fire and how and in what direction and who was hit and the order of the events unfolding. And that's just one eyewitness. We've got others that we want you to hear. The chief of police in Kansas City, Stacy Graves, was trying to offer details about the shooting on Wednesday afternoon. At the conclusion of the chief's rally today, there were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. We're still gathering information on the number and the status of victims. But like I said, we know that one of the victims is deceased. I'm angry at what happened today. The people 
who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. We had over 800 law enforcement officers, Kansas City and other agencies, at the location to keep everyone safe. Because of bad actors, which were very few, this tragedy occurred. As Chief of Police Stacy Graves giving a few of the details. And if you again, if you've seen the videos or you check them out, law enforcement and medical personnel were there instantly. Obviously, there were a ton of police officers who were in the area just because it was an enormous gathering of people in a fairly confined space. And so you have police officers who start running and spring into action. Can only imagine how valuable and critical that was in the moment, especially since we know there are times where because of location or communication, sometimes because of poor choices made by people who are involved or even law enforcement, they're not there quickly enough. And in this case, right away, as soon as the gunfire breaks out, and and it wasn't a long stretch, like I said, it was a very quick burst, but enough to do a lot of damage. Police officers are running immediately. And so I appreciate them and appreciate their work. Of course, there were fire trucks responding and firefighters on the scene to try to help as quickly as possible. Also in the area. And the Kansas City Fire Chief, Ross Grundison, had more information about those who were hurt. All of KCFD's thoughts and prayers are with those uh, families that were affected by this tragedy today. And uh, while we were not expecting it, we were ready and prepared for an event such like this. Our uh, KCFD units, along with our mutual aid partners that were working to assist us at this event, touched a total of 22 gunshot victims. One of those was a fatality. Um, we had eight what we considered immediately life-threatening patients. We had seven with uh, life-threatening injuries, and we had six that were at minor injuries. Of the most serious, the immediately life-threatening injuries, we had eight of those. Those were all transported and off the scene and route to hospitals within 10 minutes. Um, so we felt the response was, was certainly adequate and appropriate, and I commend all our staff working there today, along with PD, that did an excellent job under difficult circumstances. Um, we transported three different hospitals. We transported Children's Mercy, um, Truman Medical, and also St. Luke's in the Plaza. So that's a little bit of an update from the Kansas City Fire Chief. We'll have more from eyewitnesses and even local media. Because as you can imagine, they were all taken aback too. As I was, I happened to, to wake up about the time when the news was breaking. I was having a hard time sleeping. This is early on Wednesday afternoon. And so I picked up my phone, which is really a bad idea generally. But I picked up my phone and opened up Twitter within 60 seconds of when the first posts were starting to be shared and then reshared, retweeted. It was the Kansas City police who first put out there Report of shots fired. Please clear the area. Because there were so many people, so many members of law enforcement fire, citizens who were willing to 
be good Samaritans, as Paul Contreras said. I believe that the damage could have been far worse. But yeah, the the kiddos that went through it, what it sounded like, how it felt, obviously there's a lot of fear and there'll be trauma there. And it really is sad. You can add me to the hundreds of thousands of people who would say the same thing. These are events where there's incredible euphoria and enthusiasm. And in the wake of a show in which we spent four hours coming up with all the reasons why we love sports on Valentine's Day, a day that's known for its love, whether you think it's contrived or not, it can be contrived and still be a sweet day. But on a day when we were celebrating all the reasons we love sports, people who got together because they love the Chiefs and they love football won't remember the day for that reason. And I know we even heard from one gentleman who was on his way. He was driving and listening to our show late last night because he decided he didn't want to miss this edition of the Chiefs Championship Parade. If you were there and you want to give us a call, I would appreciate hearing from you. 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Or you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and then our Facebook page too. We're just getting started We'll pass along any details as we have them. So sometimes there are updates in the middle of the night. I know one of our Chiefs insiders that I reached out to in the hopes that he might be able to join us. He actually said he was going to be writing deep into the night and didn't know that he would have the opportunity. And so the news will continue to break. Of course, it's a a situation that's fluid because of the number of people that are in hospitals fighting for their lives. But yes, if you were there, we would appreciate your perspective. There's a lot more on this edition of the show, but certainly this is the biggest story in sports. And it's one of those times where sports and real life, quote unquote, intersect. And many of you said to me through our social media or on the phones last night that sports offer you an escape. That's one reason why you love them is because they allow you to get away from quote unquote real life. They allow you a break, a distraction, a chance to unwind, a chance to get away from what can be the heaviness and the challenge of work and family and health and money and everything else. They're, a lot of pressures of this world. And sometimes life just flat out sucks. And so sports give us that in many cases. A distraction, an escape, a reason to laugh and cheer and just a, a chance to have fun. But sports feature human beings and they're just a microcosm of the rest of society. And it's fairly routine that you'll have 
an interjection, something like this, that disturbs what we consider to be our our sacred ground of distraction and fun. And it, it's hard. It's hard to even think about being in a crowd like that and kiddos getting hurt, how they must feel and what they must think. And like every other slice of society or walk of life, whether it's churches or schools or malls or concerts, places of business, these types of mass shootings, they've taken place everywhere. And we've talked about them in almost every locale and public event, even non-public event that you can imagine. So we're just getting started. We'll let you hear from more of the eyewitnesses. And then we'll get away from it a little bit too. Some of the news from sports, football news, even as football continues on into its offseason. Tiger Woods is back for his first tournament in months and months. And just as the... The wrap-up from what we were doing last night. I appreciate so much that uh, you all shared your passion and your love for sports, and a lot of times that means family and friends, memories. And so we're pleased to connect with you again on this edition of the show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Producer Jay is out for the next week. Still not feeling well. Kind of under the weather. Maybe just the extensive hours and all the extra work in Las Vegas. I know the first few times that I did it, I actually was pretty worn out when I came back and got sick a couple times myself. And so glad that he's on vacation and can enjoy the time away with his family. 
Uh, Colton is with us tonight, and then we have Ryan the rest of the way. And so we jump right into what is this serious and tragic situation from the Kansas City Chiefs Championship Parade uh, and hearing from eyewitnesses and, and tracking what we know now, the details. One person dead, though not identified, so not sure if the police report with the one person who's deceased is the same person who's uh, the radio DJ. I haven't even been able to confirm that yet. We know there are a bunch of kiddos that are in hospitals tonight as young as six, though they're all expected to recover, which is great news. Um, But lots of families who will never be the same. And this is the third time in the last year in which we've had championship parades marred by some type of violence or gunfire, at least nearby, if not directly a part of the gathering and a part of the crowd. In this case, it was right there at Union Station where people were celebrating the Chiefs. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, there, And we'll play this uh, after our break, after the update, but there was actually a TV station that was live on the air at the time, as you can imagine. I mean, think about it. You've got local TV and local radio who would be broadcasting this parade live so they would eclipse their regular programming and they would carry the footage uh, but also would have their hosts on set there uh, and they would be narrating and speaking to different people who were gathered for the parade and just true to form like most of us wouldn't have any idea what was going on um, and would whether you're sitting on a TV set or whether you're hanging out with your friends, what was that? Wait, why are people running? What's going on? Uh, So there's a lot of confusion. You can hear it unfolding even on this uh, live TV broadcast. And then there's, uh, you may have seen this because this young man, uh, his face and his story were one of the first uh, to go all over the place on social media. It was a young man, a Chiefs fan, who was missing his friend in the chaos and in his attempt to get away he got hurt like the security guard was like get over the damn fence right now there's a shooter we hop over i i hit my face on accident but then so i headed in there i had no idea where he was i i headed in there there's like an fbi agent named megan she's like all right are you okay just like find your friends and everything but then so I just headed all the way over here, but there was like second shots in Union Station, and she's like, get out of there right now. So we had no idea, but it's just. You heard shots inside Union Station too? That, that's what I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I heard shots in Union Station. They might've been a little bit outside. I'm not sure though. What did you initially hear? Was it one, two, what did you initially hear? I'm, I'm pretty sure when I stand outside, I heard just like, boom, boom, like real quick. And then the security, I was like, get over the barricade, get in Union State, or just like, get over here right now. Just come on, come on, let's go. And then, so we went in the, like, we went in the station. Like, we, I, like, I had no idea if my friends were okay. Like, it's just, it's terrible. Now, piecing different stories and accounts together, on KansasCity.com, this young man was identified as Gabe Wallace, and... Again, if you see the pictures, he's got his whole left side of his face is kind of uh, his temple. So above uh, his cheek is is bloodied where he ran into a barrier. Apparently, Andy Reid 
comforted him in the confusion. So he he was looking for his friend. He was really upst- upset. He's just a sophomore in high school. And so as he is finding his friend that he'd lost track of, kind of in the chaos, running in all these different directions, apparently Andy Reid actually comforted him, gave him a big hug as he's being directed by authorities to a certain area of safety. The Chiefs head coach gives him a big embrace, and Gabe says, he was hugging me, he was asking me if I was okay, and actually said to him, just please breathe. So here's a, what, a 15-year-old? 14, 15-year-old? And in, in the midst of all of this, he has an encounter with the Chiefs head coach who was kind enough to him Concerned about him as a young man when he could have been concerned about himself, about his players. And there, thankfully, were law enforcement enough to get all the players to safety and family members, too. So Travis Kelsey's mom was there, and they were they were taken out of the area right away and back to Arrowhead Stadium. But I'd seen some of the accounts from the Chiefs' buses, and they were they were shocked. So, yeah, what an amazing story about Andy Reid and his heart that has nothing to do with football and it's just about being a grandfather and a father and a compassionate man who sees a, a teenager who needs a hug and needs some kind words. There's actually a photo of he and his friend reuniting. Uh, they were both wearing Chris Jones jerseys and you imagine the relief when the two of them finally get back together. We're going to take your calls. A lot of people lined up on the phones who want to weigh in. We just ask that you do not make this political. I don't do politics on my show, and I don't want my show to be a platform for anyone else's politics either. Uh, So I don't mind talking and hearing your emotions and your thoughts, but please keep your politics for another uh, another forum, just not this one. 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS on Twitter, A-Law Radio, and then also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Nine children, ages 6 to 15, and then it sounds like a couple more that were injured just in the chaos that ensued following the shooting. Thankfully, the players, the coaches, their families, they were safely taken away, transported away, and... Law enforcement was there instantly, so I appreciate them. You can see them running right away the the second they hear that something has gone wrong. The second that they hear the gunfire, they know, and they spring into action. And so I appreciate them. But the fallout, still waiting uh, to know about the conditions of those who are in the hospital, some who do have what they describe as immediately life-threatening injuries. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. And you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. I just did share the account of that young man, Gabe Wallace. It's got photos in there of he and his friend being reunited with their Chris Jones jerseys and also his comments about Andy Reid and the fact that Andy was the one who grabbed him and embraced him and helped him to breathe 
and calm down just a little bit. What a, a kind gesture from a man who did not need to do that. Uh, but I'm sure his heart went out to this young man, someone who is a father and a grandfather, not just an NFL head coach. Mike is listening in Clearwater, Florida. Mike, welcome to After Hours. Hey, Amy. Uh, I just wanted to comment on the fact of, number uh, one, my heart goes to all the people that were affected by this. I just want to reinforce the fact that, you know, back in, uh, you know, Boston Strong came in back in the back when they had the bombing mm-hmm. at, the, at the marathon back in the day that, you know, on the Boston Marathon back in April of 2013, it's like the entire team rallied around that across the board. They left the game and they all went to that scene. All the officers, all the, you know, first responders were on point like they were today, unfortunately. Um, because they were there to do a job, which they did. The hardest part about that is the fact that the support, the preparation, the thought process, and, you know, the common sense of it's not just the, the people, the first responders, and the people around them. It's the fact that the players are acting the same way. Mm. My sense of my heart, my soul, you know, they, uh, I don't want to say that, you know, the Red Sox laid the groundwork for that in 2013 when that happened with the, the bombing of the marathon. But unfortunately, um, it shouldn't happen that way. It should be that way. But my heart goes out to all the people across the board, and I know that the players feel that too because that's their celebration. They were there to celebrate the players, and the fans should be safe. And 800 police officers and security people across the board, is there enough? When is it not enough? You know, and when do you feel safe about just going out someplace? You right. Know? And that's what everybody's going to think at the end of the day, you know, because everybody should be safe, you know. And uh, I think that's a concern that most people think. It's not so much the fact that it's like you want to go out and celebrate your team. Absolutely. 100%. You know, I, I would go out there in a heartbeat. You know, if I wasn't working, I would be there. You know, but that's what you want to do. And the, the sense of security, as far as that goes, it's not so much about that. It's about the radicals. And it's not the local, as far as that goes. But it's, you know, the radicals that you, you got to stop, stop. Grow up, stop. You know, if you can put a thousand people out there. If someone wants to do something, they can do it. But it's like that's not the point. It's a celebration. Mm. Stop. Yeah, it really, stop. it really does stink. But I think that there are a lot of Americans, and and I've done this in the past too. Um, thought twice about where I'm going, or you know, the I don't think it generally changes my actions, but I do think about it now, being aware of my surroundings. One thing that I've done uh, in the last, gosh, I guess five six years. Uh, I no longer wear headphones when I'm on mass transit or when I'm on a train platform or when I'm walking through a a train station like Penn Station in New York because if nothing else, I want to be aware. If if something happens, and let's just say for the sake of argument that gunfire breaks out, I want to be able to hear it. And and those couple of two, three seconds uh, that that might have, you know, me being able to hear it versus see other people react because I can't hear it myself, they can make a major difference. And so I, I have definitely changed my actions and how I am and where I go and how I go when it comes to public events and, and large gatherings. Boston Strong was 11 years ago, coming up on April. I know, I know. I'll tell you one thing as far as that goes. Personally, myself, I think our attitude changed a little bit then. Now it changed a little bit more now. But I appreciate the fact that, you know, maybe the concept is, you know, moving forward. That will change a little bit more. And I hate to say that, you know, being constructive as far as that goes. 
because that's our freedom. That's what we do, you know. Right. But in token, too, you don't want to be scared of going out there and taking your kids out somewhere, you know. That's yeah. me, you know. But in the same breath, I respect the people that, you know, saved lives today. And I respect the people that saved lives 11 years ago and have done it in between ever since and before that and still going forward. You know, but it's like I don't want to make this like anything other than the sports show, but the crossover is the fact that it's like, you know, a lot of people showed up and did the right thing today. And yes. And made the right move. And we yeah. should applaud them. It could have been worse, actually. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for your phone call. I certainly remember in 2013 uh, the Boston Marathon bombing. I was, uh, interestingly enough, on a train and I was listening to my radio as the news was unfolding. And as someone who grew up in New England and has spent a lot of time in Boston, um, I've been there at the finish line of the Boston Marathon. I've fought through the crowds and the throngs and wanted to be there with all of the pomp and the circumstances people are crossing the line. Uh, it's it's one of those crowds where you can barely move, right? Similar to what you would expect from a championship parade where it's wall-to-wall bodies and people just want to get close and they're waiting for loved ones or friends to come across the finish line. Sometimes they just want to be there because it's a spectacle. And I've done that. I was there. Uh, and I also remember in uh, the the wake of that, the way the city responded and rallied, and not just the Red Sox, but other teams. And also, uh, there was a manhunt to find the man who had been eluding police. I think it was three days later, maybe two, three days later, that they were tracking him down. Uh, and I was listening to a live manhunt on uh, a Boston radio station. Um, so th- this is not a new phenomenon, obviously, but it's becoming more common in major crowds and it does certainly, I think, for a lot of people, cause them to maybe think twice about how and when and where they go. And, you know, I had read one story that indicated there was a group of kids who were just kind of playing a, a, a football game, they're a pickup football game, and they're wearing their Chiefs jerseys and they're excited and they're probably dreaming about the same kind of glory and uh, championship parade for themselves somewhere down the road uh, as they listen to Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the others uh, talk about their experience and hail the crowd another Super Bowl title. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Let's talk to Thunder, who's in Pittsburgh. Welcome to the show. Hi, yes, Amy. First, I want to talk about something more relevant in uh, the sports world, and I got Sahita Gala to win the Genesis Open. I don't know what you think But how is that that. more relevant than what we're talking about in Kansas City? Because it's a sports radio. This isn't political radio. I appreciate that, Thunder. Thank you for your weighing in on a golf tournament. Uh, Let's talk to Floyd, who's in New York. Welcome to After Hours. Amy, I would definitely have to say this is my debut, so it's a pleasure to speak with you here, you know. But I'll be honest with you. I woke up to the whole massacre in Kansas City this uh, this morning, basically. I mean, I got it on the tweet, and it kind of – well, first I heard – I saw Patrick Mahomes' tweet about praying for Kansas City, so I checked it out in my CBS News app. You know, I'm not even trying to plug anything, but, yeah, CBS usually tells me everything. But the reason why I called today is because, well, the incident that happened in Kansas City is shocking. I mean, in all fairness, it's a shot on our humanity, and it's great to hear that Coach Reed was there to help uh, to console Chiefs Kingdom, you know. And, well, I wanted to take this time, even though it's 2.47 in the morning, you know, I know. For you, I represent. for you it yeah. is. 
for me, for me, yeah, I'm on the East Coast here, you know, but I'm an hour away from um, from the Ralph, you know. So on behalf of me and the rest of Bill's Mafia, like Patrick Mahomes requested on Twitter, we are sending out prayers to Kansas City, Missouri. And I want to take this time on your show to actually explain this, you know. At the same time, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. This is getting crazy. In Rochester, New York, we have to worry about this without it having to be a sporting event. This is getting crazy altogether. I mean, in all fairness, it's it's sickening, you know, but we have to look at a brighter future when it comes down to it. I mean, the people who are responsible, they call themselves football fans. They're more drama fans than football fans. And I'm going to, and trust me, I mean, I've been besides myself all day. And it's Valentine's Day. I'm supposed to be spending it with my girlfriend, you know, but all we could talk about is what happened in Kansas City, you know, so... At this point, at this time, even though it's late here, but not there where you're at right now, I do. Me and Bill's Mafia want to definitely send our prayers out to Kansas City, Missouri. Mm. It was a good hard fought game a few weeks or so ago. We can't wait until next season when they come uh, when they come to Buffalo. <laughs> That's how important right now. Oh, well, I appreciate that, Floyd. City. Yes, no for sure. Right now, thank you so much for your phone call. I appreciate it. 855-212-4227. Let's see if we can work in one more. Franny in Alabama, i give you a couple of minutes for the top of the hour. Okay, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Uh, when dealing with tragedy, whether it was like the grocery store shooting in Buffalo uh, a year and a half ago, a lot of the team came out to help raise money to repair the store. And I know the Chiefs will rally around the victims, but I want to make this point. I don't think people are going to pay attention enough to the psychological damage that it's going to have on some of these people that were there. You you may not get over it tomorrow. You may not get over it next month. You may never get over But for me, it didn't feel like normal until the Bills played their first football game because that's what we're used to. And uh, it's just how it goes. And when I lived through the tornadoes here 10 years ago, they killed thousands of people here in Tuscaloosa. Right, I remember that. It, It was the same way. And my heart goes out to everybody. Your lives will be different. But hopefully it'll get back to normal sooner than later. All right, right. Franny. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, interestingly enough, and I didn't know this until I heard it on the radio on my drive into work, but the Michigan State campus shooting was a year ago Tuesday. Remember, three students were killed and several others were injured. So that was in East Lansing on the campus of Michigan State, February 13th, just a year ago. And then, also, didn't remember this. So, of course, I remember being on the radio the night the Parkland high school shooting took place. That was actually Valentine's Day 2018, exactly six years before this Chiefs parade and the shooting that broke out at Union Station in Kansas City on Wednesday. And you may remember that that was a teenager who opened fire on students and staff at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School 
And this is Parkland, Florida, so near Miami or a suburb of Miami. And there were 17 people, mostly students, who passed away there. Gosh, that changes their perspective on February 14th. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 